0: Hello, and welcome to Secret Artists Podcast, the podcast where funny people do art and have a chat with me, your host, Annie McGrath. This week, I'm joined by the brilliant producer, writer, painter, Ollie Cambridge. He's a very funny boy, man, in fact, and this was his first ever podcast. What an honour. If you want to see mine and Ollie's paintings from the episode, then make sure you're following us on social media. At Secret Art Pod, see you on the other side. I've brought in—I don't know if you know about these—they're Crayola felt tips. Oh yeah, nice. Um, and then I've put us each out a palette of acrylic paints of yep. sort of varying colours, mainly neon pink, orange, yep. a dusky blue, a royal blue. Yeah. Black, which I don't ever paint with, but I feel like some people like the option of black.
1: Yeah. Do you not paint with black because you've been taught not to? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you paint with black?
1: Um, I used it once for some black shoes Mm. because I wanted them to be really black.
0: And but otherwise, work.
1: yeah, no, don't ever use it, especially with watercolours. Like.
0: I've used it occasionally when I'm doing like a really dark night sky, but I would use mainly like a phthalo blue. Mm-hmm. And then I've used like black ink to give it a different texture. But generally, I'm quite terrified of using black.
1: Yeah, it's there's no going back, is there?
0: There's no going back. Yeah, it's no going black.
1: <laughs> yes. Exactly. Can I read you out an intro? Oh, God. Yeah. It's
0: your first podcast. Yep. Okay. How are you feeling?
1: I'm not going to look at you while you read the intro. (laughs) Where are you going to look? (laughs) Just down at my hands.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ollie Cambridge is a comedy writer and producer known for working on shows such as A Whole Lifetime with Jamie Dimitriou on Netflix, Live at the Moth Club on UK TV Play and BBC sitcoms Ellie and Natasha, This Way Up, Please Like and lots more. Aside from producing comedy, Ollie is also a fantastic painter and I'm excited about having him on the podcast.
1: Thanks very much. It's all factually accurate.
0: How did you feel? (laughs) good it was
1: no different to just looking at my imdb and feeling oh yeah dead inside yeah feeling dead inside (laughs) um yeah no it feels good to be on here have you ever had a producer on before
0: Mm, i've had the producer of this podcast but he's also a comedian so uh, but yeah no no outright producers Interesting. but you're also a proper artist so this is legit
1: yeah well the art thing is more sort of the last five years Mm. i went on a I was into it at school but then it just went by the wayside when I started working. Yeah. But you're, yeah, I'm, you're
0: brilliant at it. I'm selling them. Great. Which is
1: good. That I think legitimizes it, doesn't it? Definitely. Um that
0: counts as professional, I think.
1: Yeah. Um I think so, but I do feel quite sheepish about discussing myself yeah as anything. Right. Like an art uh, discussing myself as an artist feels yeah, I don't feel comfortable with that, and also no, don't no feel comfortable do I. as a producer or a writer or anything.
0: What would you say if you met a stranger, which um, you must
1: do? I do mostly <laughs> at often. weddings. Yeah, just and they sort ask of what like you do. Yeah, I just got guys of uh, Yeah, I just sort of um, sort of t- TV stuff, and you probably I don't know if you've heard of it, but and then I sort of talk to them about their job <laughs> That's because exactly actually what it's I do. it's really no, not that it doesn't anything. feel that interesting to talk about at a wedding.
0: No, but then people, as soon as they get a glimpse of like TV or comedy, they think it's really interesting. Yeah. If they've got a proper job, and then immediately you're like, no, 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 it's not as interesting as it sounds. Yeah. And then try and play it down, and then yeah, you tell me about recruitment.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I've done that too many times. You're always going back to them later in the party for extra details about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So
0: today we are doing. I'll let you explain your muse that you've brought.
1: It's a a terrine. Mm. That I bought from around the corner, with a knife <laughs> next to it and on a white plate. And the p- terrine is the reason the dog started jumping at me when I walked into <laughs> the office because I didn't realise I had a pocket full of meat. There's but a it dog looks in the like,
0: studio and yeah, he was very drawn to you and we now realise why because he was carrying so yeah. much meat.
1: <laughs> I just thought it was popular, but I just had a pocket of beef. But I don't know what meat is in it, so it's a kind of, it's a very neat looking terrine.
0: Yeah, when we unravelled it from the cellophane. I had to sort of look away. I find it quite repulsive to look at.
1: Yeah, the middle bit, I don't know what that is. A yeah. Prune?
0: I worry that it's like awful.
1: Oh, really? Well, mm. I will be eating this at the end of it. So I reckon? can. Well, I don't think I've had awful before. So yeah. I won't be able to know if it's. And bit.
0: how are you going to start?
1: I might just start by figuring out which way I want to do it.
0: Yeah. How do you normally begin a picture?
1: Well, the good thing about drawing food is that you don't have to be that accurate because food stuff tends to be different each time. Like every corner in the cob is different, right?
0: That's true. It's and sort of why I, I started
1: doing so many food pictures.
0: I love your food pictures. You normally work in watercolor for those, don't you?
1: Yeah. They're very small. They're about the size of a sort of the end of your thumb. Yeah. Um
0: And what inspired those?
1: Well I did it for a, I did for a birthday present for Jamie Dimitri who I used to live with. Mm-hmm he loved the film Phantom Thread. Mm-hmm. So I drew him the breakfast order in the Phantom Thread, the oh, food, yeah. foodstuffs. And um, I think the, he posted... Is that
0: the rashes of bacon? Yeah, rashes of yeah.
1: bacon, two sausages, jam on scones or something. And then he actually posted it and then other people just sort of said, oh, well, can you do one for me? A bit like that. That's But great. with my favourite foods. And then that sort of snowboard. It's very popular at Christmas. Mm-mm,
0: yeah. What's your favourite food to paint?
1: Um, meat <laughs> and fish.
0: You're not vegetarian, are
1: you? I sort of am. <laughs> I sort of am, but it's like it, it like gives me an excuse. I'm like, ah, oh, I've, I'm I've vegetarian drawn this, apart from meat to I've eat. I've drawn this <laughs> fillet now, and I need it'd be awful to put it to waste. Is I don't know why, why I'm drawn to that. You,
0: that's why you paint meat so that you have an excuse to eat it.
1: Well, I love the colour of it. I don't really know.
0: This is beautiful. I mean, aside from being absolutely repulsive, the colours in it are really quite yeah. beautiful shades of well, pink and th-
1: this pink you put on the plate is nice.
0: Yeah, the pastely one.
1: Yeah. I might Leo go I might go. Well. I'm thinking top shot might be quite nice. Top, shop. top, top shot? Top top shot. Top oh, shot. Yeah. yeah, of the terrine. Oh, you've
0: got the producer's eye. Yeah. Oh yeah. Top
1: <laughs> shot, of the terrine. What would the, what would the artist be saying that
0: uh, uh, aerial view or oh, is yeah. that the geographer? I don't know.
1: Uh the architect. <laughs> That's good.
0: It really smells meaty, doesn't it? The dog is gonna lose his absolute mind.
1: Yeah, we could maybe give a bit maybe give push that middle bit out for the dog later. Yeah. I was reading this book by this artist called Philip Guston. Hmm. And um he he said that he just goes straight on with it. Oh really? Yeah, which I found interesting. Oh good. That he went through a phase better. of sketching, but that yeah, mostly just goes straight in. Is I, this um acrylic? Yeah. I haven't I, used acrylic since school. Oh really? So this is brand new to me. Well not
0: I'm very not, not bad, bad with I actually don't think I own any watercolours, but I don't think I have the patience for watercolour. How um, how do you
1: Well you don't need I think the thing the thing that's satisfying about watercolour is that it's immediately done. I mean it will dry so quickly.
0: Yeah. But then if you do one stroke wrong, you can't really paint over it. Can you? Um you feel like you have to be very delicate. No,
1: no, it's that's annoying. You get, you can, you can. The paintings I do are like it'll be a list usually of mm. five or so bits of food or objects, and they do tend to take about half an hour to an hour each item. Right. So you can get to the very end and then mess up the last one. Oh God, and then like, oh, Do you know what? I just can't give that to that person. It's not.
0: So then you just start again. Yeah. Do you feel more pressure when you get to the final item? Uh,
1: Yeah. Usually <laughs> the final item, like, I do a lot of a lot of people have wine at the bottom of their list. Oh, really? Yeah. Um. Right, I am going to ask for another. Bit of paper? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So why are you starting again?
1: Because I was just so um, into talking. That I just started making marks, and at one point even drew a corn on the cob because we we're talking <laughs> about corn on the cobs. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think I just want to do some sketch, do some sketching, get the composition I want, and God, then we're I gonna go.
0: I think you sort of know what you're doing more than I do.
1: Oh no! Oh. So let's have a look. I'm gonna twist this around if you don't mind. <laughs> is, that, is that okay? Have I ruined it for you? Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> no, it's
0: fine.
1: <laughs> I just did it and then asked.
0: <laughs> no I got change pic- it to how you want I'll take a picture of it how it is now and then you change it to how you want I
1: feel terrible that's all
0: right your artwork so you do these beautiful watercolor illustrations of food yep. that we've talked about um but recently you've moved on to sort of more surreal oil paintings is that fair
1: yes and oil paintings was always something I wanted to do yeah but um never really had the space to do it because you you, you need good ventilation yeah, and I wanted to work bigger, mm-hmm. so I was restricted with the with the watercolors. Part of the reason they're so small is because I had a, only a small desk to do it on. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I got, I bought myself, or oh, uh, rented a studio for a little bit, just mm-hmm. while I had some time off from work, um, by choice, not for like any sort of medical reason. <laughs> and uh, I decided, oh, well, That made it sound
0: like it definitely is for a medical.
1: Reason. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then yeah, that was it really. I just sort of went out to get inspired by stuff, and I had a semi—I didn't have a religious upbringing, but I went mm. to a religious school, and I've always quite liked that religious art. Yeah, and the Renaissance, and um, so I guess there's like a, a bit of a leaning towards that stuff. Yeah,
0: they're really cool. I love your paintings.
1: Thanks, thanks very, thanks very much. That was very kind.
0: And did it help having the studio? Do you, do you feel like you did? Um, sort of progress your work and do bigger. I
1: paintings. did, but I'm disappointed that I didn't do more. Um, and I, I sort of, I, I sort of bought it as the incentive to do stuff, whereas I should have had a couple of ideas before I bought it. So that, so the first couple of weeks I had it, I was sort of just cutting out magazines and trying to figure it out. But that is part of the process, isn't it?
0: Mm-hmm. So do you always work from existing images? Uh, or do you ever work from the mind?
1: No, the the mind. Yeah, it's a bit of both. Mm. I think I think it's good to, as a starting point for me to have an image. Yeah, and then do my interpretation. Like, do you know um, Decherico, Giorgio Decherico? Yeah, I think I do. Remind sort me. of like, I want to say a metaphysical artist, mm-hmm. sort of in the. He's an Italian and. Uh, He's got these quite cool, um, sort of Dali-esque scapes. Yeah, that have these strange sort of pillars and arches yes, and yeah. like infinite horizons. And I, I, I didn't actually used to like him that much. But the more I started painting, the more I got into him. I kind of got it a bit more. Yeah. Uh, but I'm inspired by him and some of the some of the Renaissance people like Fra Angelico, mm-hmm. who um, did some quite uh, what do you call it surreal stuff mm. it's always quite surprising when you find some surreal um, renaissance stuff
0: yeah have you ever combined your food pictures with those sort of surreal renaissance style oil
1: paintings um, no that would be quite cool yeah I've got a plan for a painting that I want to do and that does feature a fish mm. but uh, yeah
0: Again, your Catholic upbringing coming into it
1: I know that's so like out of nowhere as well. Just started drawing a fish in it, so <laughs> well, I guess I'm from? a fish artist now? <laughs> <laughs> oh well
0: do you do um art classes like life drawing or anything?
1: I've done a couple, and I've loved it. yeah, it's sensational. I mean any level of like any level of artist can go and enjoy it
0: hmm
1: it's brilliant. Yeah. And, and I went to one in Angel, you have a glass of wine and you get you can sort of ask if you want criticism or not.
0: I've been to that one. I really loved oh, it. Oh yeah, it's, it's on the top of a... Candid Arts That's Trust. the one, yeah. Yeah. I brilliant. thought the teacher was so good. Really good. Because as you say, he sort of um, like offered up suggestions, but wasn't really... Sometimes I find they talk way too much or they're really sort of, they don't. Yeah. look at your work at all but i thought he really nailed the amount he sort of spoke to you
1: so great um i s- sort of made a pact to myself that i would go every week yeah i did exactly and, uh, the same I me mean back i've been once <laughs> yeah it's just it's not good form is it no you do think it, you, there is nothing quite like painting something from real life there is there
0: yeah exactly I've got into painting pregnant women.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, I saw some yeah. of those. They're brilliant. Oh, thank you. Oh, your yeah, open you came studio. To
0: my studio open day. That was fun.
1: What is um is that because we're at the age now where
0: Yeah, so I my friend Lauren was pregnant last year and she showed me this photo of her pregnant and I just thought it was so beautiful the yeah. way the light was shining on her. And it was a selfie, so I quite liked that her phone was in the image. But there was also this huge, like poppy painting yeah. framed in the background so i just really like the composition yeah so i asked her if i could paint it and then got some nice feedback from that great and then a lot of my other friends are pregnant and so i just thought it's quite fun painting the female form it is like that i love all the curves and yeah i just quite like the sort of selfie element of it as yeah. well yeah um But I worry that I do look insane now because my studio is just full of (laughs) pregnant people taking photos of themselves.
1: I think it's very nice. Thank you. There's some great stuff in your studio. I met the other artists there as well.
0: Yeah, Dan Quirk, my my studio neighbour. He's an absolute dream.
1: All very great.
0: Yeah. Do you do much sort of ENTS or is it all scripted?
1: Yeah, I used to do a bit.
0: Oh, of course. You did the Jonathan Ross show, didn't you? Yep.
1: Did a good nine series. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: And what made you want to move into scripted comedy?
1: Well there's like a there's a dead area between if you're not in development, mm. it's really hard to work in scripted comedy. So and to get a job on a job on a show. Like there's no real assistant producer roles on your favourite sitcoms. Or maybe there are now. Mm-hmm. But back in the day, I just found it impossible. You're either producer, line producer, or like a coordinator. There was just like this Sort of gap, yeah, so I was like, the only way to sort of make money was to move into entertainment and do the researcher roles and yeah um do the assistant producer roles, and so I did that, and i i i think it was great. I loved doing the Jonathan Ross show, yeah, that's why I did nine series of it. It really teaches you a sort of the discipline of getting work done because mm-hmm. you got you got a show on a Thursday night, and on monday you 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 start you start work on a friday for the following thursday yeah you've got one week to to know your guest inside out so you get you divide up the guests at the beginning of the series yeah it's almost like a draft system you go okay yeah, so like who wants uh, tom cruise shows. oh i want tom cruise okay well you had tom cruise so you don't you don't get to pick um episode two episode two who do you want you want um amy polo okay amy polo um, so Ollie's got Amy Poehler. So you, now that you've got Amy Poehler, maybe you have to have uh, Paddy McGuinness. So Paddy McGuinness <laughs> is, is sort of—it's a really fun part of the series, that. Yeah. um And you meet so many cool people, and they're all—you know—you quickly realise everyone's a human, mm-hmm. and uh, everyone's just sort of quite nervous to go on the show because they're being exposed.
0: Yeah. Nicest guest.
1: Nicest guest. Oh my god! You would think I'd have had that at my sleeve? Beckham. <laughs> did have Beckham but yeah
0: I wanted to ask worst guest, but I sort of knew you wouldn't answer that I can't can I no mm. that was me inadvertently there it oh, there are definitely
1: scoundrels oh really oh god yeah worst but then,
0: experience in TV you've had
1: no again horrible question <laughs> no no the worst not I didn't have my worst exper- experience on that show my worst experiences are usually just in the middle of filming something mm-hmm. and s- something's gone wrong right like, that you could never ever prepare for. Yeah. Um, nicest. I do want to answer the nicest guest thing because it's good for people to know, isn't it? Mm. The 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 amount of people I interviewed for it.
0: Um, oh, so you actually interview the guests before, do you? Yeah,
1: I actually didn't know that when I got the job. Wow. So.
0: So do you have to dress up as Jonathan Ross? <laughs> <Do> yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there was someone that wondered whether I w- it was Barry Gordy, who's a founder of Motown. Right. I was I was in his dressing room talking about talking through the interview, mm-hmm. saying, "Oh, you know, Jonathan's going to ask you this. He might ask you that. Um, you got this great story on that." And sort of halfway through, he was like, "Sorry, are, are you Jonathan?" Like he hadn't seen the show.
0: <laughs> That's amazing.
1: I took, that as a, I took that as a compliment, of course.
0: <laughs> Did you tell Jonathan?
1: No. <laughs> um,
0: Imagine you were Jonathan and you would just gone in, <laughs> started talking about yourself in the third person. <laughs> yeah, Jonathan's going to ask you this. Like, is this guy right? <laughs>
1: Yeah, it is very impressive the amount of uh, work he does and has to do in order to run these interviews. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's a real skill. It's very impressive. Um, I did like Celine Dion. She was very nice. Yeah. That's a good person to say, isn't it?
0: Brilliant person to say.
1: Um, oh, I really like Burt Reynolds. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I liked Burt Reynolds. He was great.
0: There you go. His Named- more than one person
1: yeah selfish I, I, I yeah he was brilliant and very generous with his time
0: that's nice yeah
1: actually you'd like you'd like this I had a great pre-interview with Thierry Henry oh really yeah he was like about an hour long chat
0: that's all I want to hear about yeah. him it's don't think I've had
1: any other Arsenal legends
0: had any uh, Chelsea legends
1: uh, Frank Lampard
0: were you excited by that
1: yeah Ollie is a Chelsea I didn't, fan I didn't get to listener. yeah I didn't get to have a pre-interview with him. Oh, Cristiano Ronaldo! That was another footballer. Yeah. Um name people now.
0: We talked about him at the weekend, didn't we?
1: It's all I talk about. <laughs>
0: I can't say what I said at the weekend.
1: I highly recommend working on a an, on an entertainment show like that, not just for those sorts of experiences, but just because the teams are always really fun and.
0: Well, yeah. Also, I think it's quite rare in TV that you get a sort of regular team that you're working with week in, week out for such a long time. So. Yeah. Are you yeah. still mates with your Jonathan Ross people? I am. That's
1: nice. Yeah, I haven't seen uh, an, an, them for a, a long time though. It <laughs> <Just Celine laughs> makes Dion. it sound like I'm not friends <laughs> with them. Uh, yeah, just Celine. She and I on WhatsApp, but I I do have um I do have to catch up with some of them because yeah, they're a laugh. Wow. Oh, they might listen nice. to this. Um, the you, the white bits are disturbing, aren't they? I've just I thought can't about that. I get
0: the right... I'm trying to get that creamy, yellowy-white colour. Yeah. The inner bit of... Is that some sort of pastry on the outside?
1: That's yeah, that's pastry, yeah.
0: I'm trying to get the white of it's the It's a pastry. lovely
1: golden colour.
0: Yeah. Hello, it's me, Annie McGrath from Secret Artist Podcast. Just thought I'd pop in and interrupt myself to promote... My gig, Annie McGrath and Friends, which is coming up on the 31st of October, a.k.a. Halloween. Ooh. If you're not out trick-or-treating, then I would urge you to come to 21 Soho, where I will be joined by a fantastic lineup of comedians, Vittorio Angeloni, Elf Lyons, Sean McLaughlin, Dan Cook and Bronwyn Sweeney. And it's going to be a great night of stand-up. So book tickets via 21SOHO's website and hopefully see you there. Ooh,
2: I'm scared.
1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
0: Do you find um, painting commissions more stressful than just painting for your own pleasure?
1: Uh, yes. Do you?
0: Yeah, Definitely.
1: Because you're not the, you, you, it doesn't f- feel quite yours.
0: Yeah. And do you send pictures of the work as it's in progress, or do you wait till the end and you're like, this is it? Uh,
1: t- no, I just send it towards the end.
0: And then, do you ever have to make changes, or do they ask, or do you not offer that as a thing?
1: No, uh, I don't think I've had a situation, a, a bad situation. That's good. Have you?
0: I've had difficult situations, Hmm. but I probably have not handled well. I think I've handled it fine, but I just um, maybe give people too many options. So I'm like, "Let me know what you think, or if you want me to change anything." And then it's like, well, they don't always necessarily know. But then if they're given the option, they're like, "Oh, well, maybe."
1: Yeah, Um, I guess you need to trust that you are the artist. Yeah, and that that they've commissioned you yeah it's really hard to get over that um but I don't really do portraiture the only face I've done is mine Mm. um that that's very that's terrifying
0: I once had I did a um commission and it was a a sort of family picture like three portraits yeah and the person who commissioned me asked me to make her nose smaller
1: oh really and did you
0: yeah like to. by what percentage <laughs> it was it was ac- it was an accurate portrayal but <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that to someone.
1: did you so did you just, so you were like oh do you know what uh, you're absolutely right i don't know what i was thinking i think i was, I was like yeah sure
0: time. should have done what you just suggested
1: yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> that'd be the normal thing to do you could
1: write on the back of the you should, do you frame your things before you send them off
0: no, God, that would cost a million pounds, yeah, I mean, I have framed them. I've framed gifts um like when i've got done someone a commission for like a wedding present. I've had it framed but, Oh, yeah, um or if they ask advice on framing i'll i you know do that, but framing yeah. is so expensive,
1: yeah, it's scandalous. I don't understand quite the um range of prices. I know that you can there's a place up in north london they they will quote you. Uh, six times more than your average framer. Mm. You can tell a good. You can tell a good frame.
0: You can, and it can make or break.
1: It can make or break. But I don't think the difference is that much.
0: No. Um. Going back to producing. Yeah. Do you think producing sketch shows requires a greater level of creativity than
1: a greater level of talent? Linear. Um.
0: Sitcoms.
1: No. Um. A greater level of what? Sorry.
0: Creativity.
1: I mean, you certainly have to be creative on a. Budgetary sense, yeah, you can't, you just can't film everything the way you want to film it because Mm -hmm. it's so expensive a sketch show. So you end up doing loads of like double location shoots and cheating things. Mm -hmm. So there's a level of creativity that comes from that element. Um,
0: It was interesting what you were saying the other day about the um, sustainability angle. Can you explain Albert to people who might not know?
1: Yeah, and I have quite recently been on an Albert course. Oh, great. So, well, the, yeah, great. But also, <laughs> I'm under pressure now to get it right. Okay. Al, the, <laughs> the main takeaway is it's named after Albert Square. But that is not the purpose of the company, to let people East know. EastEnders, not yeah. a
0: person called Albert Square.
1: No, there's no person called Albert Square. Although that, I that did have what a, what? I did have a refuge collector who was called Tottenham Hotspur. No, uh, in Gloucester apparently. So, I'm sure he changed his name to Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah,
0: you um, would, wouldn't you?
1: What was your What was the question again?
0: Um, Albert.
1: Albert is a sustainability program uh, which encourages productions to make their productions sustainable. Mm-hmm. Basically, a production gets lots of points if they can prove that they have made a good effort to make the. Sus- make the production sustainable by, mm. i.e. not having plastic cups on set, making sure people have re- reusables. Mm-hmm. Maybe even on a scripted level, if you could like encourage your character to be seen, to be using something which is, uh, to use the same example, a, a flask as opposed to a, a plastic cup, mm-hmm. then you get all these points, and it means you get a certificate at the end of the show. And it's just...
0: It's a really good idea. It's
1: a great idea... The productions do take it seriously, but it is quite hard sometimes to um to implement everything. Yeah. Um, but I, I think even on like an awards, when when you apply for awards, you have to make sure that you've you're an Albert, you have an Albert certificate, or something else.
0: That's cool. Does um I know that
1: made that was so. That, I was concentrating so much on this beige that I that, <laughs> that I don't know if that made any that sense.
0: And I know you mentioned things like plastic, which is obviously environmentally an absolute disaster. Mm. But what about things like, would eating meat be considered a bad thing in Albert's eyes or not really?
1: Yeah, so they have meat-free... A lot of productions will have meat-free Mondays um, to... um, yeah,
0: That was a Linda McCartney thing, wasn't it?
1: It was. That was the reason I, (laughs) here we are painting a terrine. But that was the reason I wanted to, I I became a vegetarian for a while. Mm. Was was the Linda McCartney, Paul McCartney, Meat Free Mondays.
0: Oh, that's
1: nice. It was at a time when I was convinced that everything had to have like chicken or beef in it in order for it to be a meal. In that kind of like, kind of grim way that, you know. You get in. You get. You get into conversations with people that don't understand that you can have a meal without meat, and it's very boring. Yeah. Um,
0: meat and two veg. I
1: was a bit like that for a while, but then um, you just get. A, you become a much better cook as well as soon as you start taking out some of these elements. Definitely. Oh, I'm doing my lips.
0: He says, Having brought in a beef sandwich and a meat bread. <laughs> <fruit." laughs> yeah, no, being vegetarian's really.
1: It's. This is an Albert production now, as a result of me just even mentioning yeah. it.
0: Yeah. Great! Uh, I'm really making the middle bit a pair of lips. Yeah, you're giving us you're giving that a
1: good go, aren't you?
0: Mm. Do you have any? We've sort of maybe covered your favourite artists. Do you have any favourite artists you've not spoken about?
1: Well, Hockney is an obvious person to mention, but I just went to his exhibition. Yeah, the one in um. I was, I was um appalled. Is this
0: the installation? This
1: was the the four-wall thing. Yes, yeah, yeah. I was appalled at some of the negative reviews towards it because I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Oh, really? Yeah. I went to a special viewing of it. Mm -hmm. And it it was before it opened. It's like its first tech run. Yeah. So it was the first time so many of the people that had been working on it had got, got to see it all in one piece. And I was one of, like... Forty people in the space. Great. With a hard hat because even the entrances weren't like functioning yet. And I walked in and Hockney was there. Whoa. And I've never been so starstruck in my life.
0: Yeah, that's very cool.
1: Obviously didn't say anything.
0: And you've met Celine Dion.
1: I've met Celine Dion.
0: So you didn't get a selfie with Hockney? No. Do you think he'd be amenable to selfies? I can't remember. I think he would actually. I don't
1: wanna like I I wouldn't suggest that anyone does that to anyone. Mm. But I think he would be kind of up for it.
0: I did get a selfie recently with Beth Mead and Serena Vigerman. Did you? Yeah, I, I felt really awful when I asked, but I also just thought this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Great. Where um, was that? At Boreham Wood. I went to see Arsenal women playing Reading Yeah. with my dad. Yeah. And we were just walking in and they were just sort of there milling around, like having a chat. Beth Mead was injured, so she was um, Oh, cool. just sort of... Well, obviously not playing, but just standing around. Yeah. And Boreham Wood is so sort of small, and you know, I was just walking past her. I was like, oh, God, I know this is really cringe, but yeah, I went for it.
1: Did you have any preamble, or did you just go um, straight into the self to the selfie?
0: I, so the people in front of me had heard me spot because no one had noticed them there, they'd heard me spot Beth Mead and. Oh, yeah. They went straight over to her and were like Beth, we... so I then got Serena at that point because she's, I guess, slightly lesser known, weirdly. Yeah. Um, and I said, oh, I'm a big fan of yours. I was at the Euros final and and then I said to Beth Mead, oh, I hope you you hope to see you back playing soon. <laughs> what an absolute dweeb.
1: <laughs> well, at least as a conversation.
0: Well, I wouldn't say it's a conversation, but I did try and not just be like, can I have a picture? Yeah. But I did also do that. So didn't get a selfie with Hockney, but
1: didn't did, get a selfie with Hockney. Nope.
0: Did love the exhibition.
1: The exhibition's fantastic. Okay. It's one hour, it's well, I think it's fifteen minutes. It plays in different chapters and it's, it's sort of narrated by him using archive audio footage audio files. And uh it it's a sort of semi retrospective of his work. Cool. And um on, on that scale, it's great to see. It's great for it, uh, I mean, the thing with art is like I feel like it's going through quite a good phase at the moment of educating people. Mm-hmm. For so long, it was, it just didn't have the right educators. Mm-hmm. H- I think Hockney's a good educator. Yeah, and it takes people like him to keep everyone interested in it and not feel excluded from art. And Grayson Perry's another person that just does yeah. amazing stuff with, like, not making people feel like they're stupid. Definitely, and like that's what's great about this as well. Um, you know, the the so many. I think Grayson talks about in his Grayson, like I know him. I think he talks about in his book, one mm. of his books. I think it's the museum book. I can't remember the exact name. Um, playing to the museum, it's called, which is yeah. good. I read that. I was like, oh, this is great. It's so nice to hear an artist that is so brilliant talking about how ridiculous the art world is, yeah, and how difficult it is to understand most of these, um. Tags that come alongside the the painting in a museum. Definitely. It's called art speak. He calls it art speak. Yeah. And there was a great if if are if online have a look at this Brian Eno speech mm-hmm. from the Turner Prize in the I think early noughties The one I think it Damien Hirst one the year that he was speaking. Yeah. He talks about um he talks about this exact problem that there's no great educators in art at that time.
0: Yeah, Hockney and, as you say, Grayson definitely helped making everything more accessible. Yeah. And also the sort of incorporation of digital art has meant it's able to reach audiences that it otherwise wouldn't. Absolutely. You know. um, do you own any art, Ollie?
1: I do. Um, what, what you got? I've got a couple of paintings by a friend of mine called Connor Murgatroyd.
0: Ooh, that's a good name. He, it's
1: a great name. Is he Irish? He... I don't know what his ancestry is. He might might have Irish blood in him, hmm. but he's from up north. He does these great, he, let me show you pictures of his stuff, but he's brilliant.
0: Yeah, I really like it. Sort so of, he paints with ena-
1: enamel. It. Oh wow. Like model fixed paint essentially, isn't it? Um and it, there's they're a quite sort flat of
0: flat images, aren't they? Really
1: flat. There's a so kind of naivety folk art about them. Hmm. There's also a surrealist sort of element. See a lot of um He's inspired a lot by Magritte, mm-hmm. but he's just got such a great style. Yeah. I really like it.
0: Did he go to art college?
1: Yeah, I think he went to Chelsea. Nice.
0: Um,
1: and he was a scaffolder for a long time until he transferred to be an uh, artist full time. Oh, cool. Yeah, great, great subject matter. Brilliant, brilliant artist. I Highly applied recommend.
0: to uh, Chelsea.
1: Did you not get? Did you not get in?
0: Well. I applied to Chelsea and Camberwell and I put Campbellwell as my first choice and Chelsea as my second choice. Yeah. And I did that thing you described earlier of turning up with my physical portfolio <laughs> as you had to do. Yeah. And got to the front of the queue and this very snobby woman said to me, uh, you've put Chelsea as second choice. And I said, yeah, yeah, I know. Because you have a first and second choice choice. Well, we're not going to look at it. No. Yeah. And so I got, Sent me, she said, You can change it to be your first choice or you can go. So I thought, Fuck these. Oh my God. That's horrendous. (laughs) So I left. We'd got the bus down from Oxford for that.
1: Jesus. I thought, Well, I don't
0: want to go here based on this conversation. And thank God I got into Campbell.
1: Yeah, Campbell's great, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I went to Goldsmiths. So just up the road from there. Yeah. But I did design, I didn't do art. Um, If I had my time again, I would.
0: You did gone to art college.
1: Yeah.
0: What did you say you did? Uh, art, design. Design. Yeah. Nice. Was that quite a practical course?
1: Yeah, it was multidisciplinary as well. So um as the years went on, <laughs> I say th- I say that because I laughed there because I only did two of the three years. So right. as the year went on, <laughs> you um you 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 hone in on what you're interested in.
0: Yeah. What did you choose? I just
1: sort of figured that I wasn't really interested in it enough. I and then I did work experience in my summer holidays and that's how I got into TV. Oh nice. So it was quite a nice quick transition. Mm. Um but my interests in design have perked up again recently. Um
0: What have you been designing?
1: No, nah, nothing. Just the nature of the the nature of the work that I do is sometimes I work in development development producer and you have to make treatments and mm-hmm. pictures. And having some kind of design skills is helpful. Definitely. So do, do you have that? Do you have Photoshop skills?
0: No, I I that's something I need to learn actually. I want to do an oil painting course.
1: Do that. That I only did, did I did a one that? day course. Where did you do it? <laughs> it was it? a three I actually did a three day course, but the um instructor got pinged. It was sort of pandemic. Oh, it, COVID. And so then I couldn't I wasn't allowed to go in for the rest of the week. It's such a shame. Because I, I was I was on cloud nine with that. Course. Yeah, where was it? That was Chelsea, but mm-hmm. based out of that building in King's Cross on Granary Square.
0: Oh, cool! And it was good, was it?
1: Yeah, really good. D- do you know what? It just gave you the confidence to know what you're mixing and how to start. Yeah. All you just need is to to know how to start. But I think it's I think it's very easy. Once yeah, I've go. got a
0: slight fear of using oils, which no. I think is probably quite stupid. So I just would like to be a bit more.
1: Yeah, once you um confident with it. Up and running, it's great. And you can keep changing like this is drying so quickly. I'm just not used to that.
0: Quick fire Painting or sculpture? Painting. Portrait or landscape? Portrait. Oil or watercolour? Oil. Naturalism or surrealism? Surrealism. Can you separate the art from the artist?
1: Jesus. Why would you throw that That's in there? It's a biggie, isn't it? It's so big. <laughs> I used to think absolutely not. Mm. This was based on uh Gill, Eric Gill. Yeah. There was a there was an exhibition that they would put on I think in Margate. Mm-hmm. And they were showing loads of his old wood cuttings or something. And um there was a lot of controversy around it because he was awful. Yeah. Um and even at the BBC, I think the BBC building had a Eric Gill statue yeah, in the middle. Yeah, it did. It's very hard, and I haven't. I don't think I have formed my own strong opinion of it yet, mm. because I think it requires a lot of thought. I, sh- I feel like my response should absolutely be no. Yeah. Is this? This is a question you ask everyone. What, what's yeah. your What's your takeaway on it?
0: I sort of feel similar to you. Like I think, ideologically, I want to say yes, mm. but in reality, when you know what someone's done, I do think it's... Changes how much you can appreciate their art.
1: Yeah, and it feels weird to say it, but like the the crime has a impact on the enjoyment as well, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: Um, how many people have I cancelled because of this question? <laughs> None yet. <laughs> and do you get a variety of answers?
0: Yeah, tortured artist or practical producer.
1: Practical producer. Well, I don't want to be a practical producer, but yeah, I think that's why I'm.
0: Talk about or think about art?
1: Uh, Think about.
0: Looking at a painting close up or far away?
1: Uh, Depends, but let's go close up because I'm interested in the technique at the moment.
0: Private view or view of privates?
1: Mm, (laughs) Private view.
0: (laughs) Painting from life, landscape or still life? Still life. Producing or writing? Writing. Art or music? Art. Art or books? Books. Comedy or art?
1: Uh, this is like um. This could this could really. This is it's a good job I got a job lined up after this. <laughs> I'm gonna say art. Yeah. Over comedy, because you can not have fun with comedy. I think. Oh fuck it. I don't know.
0: I don't think people are gonna retract their job offer to you based on the answer to that question. But
1: comedy or art? Well, look, they can they're not they're not um completely opposites, are they? No. They're not.
0: That's the end of the quick five. Is that the end of the quick five? Yeah. What's the job you've got lined up or can we not talk about it?
1: I think we can. Let me l- let me talk about it and then I'll let you know. Okay. It is called Everyone Else Burns.
0: Oh, great. For Channel
1: 4. Yeah the reason i hesitate cuz is i don't know if it's actually been greenlit yet series 2 you yeah.
0: need to watch the first series did I you do you work on the first series
1: i didn't work on the first series but i've worked a lot with simon mm-hmm. bird who's in it as a as a director and as a producer and um he's brilliant to work with and i think the show's great and your previous guest morgana was in it and she's great yeah. and it's got and it'd be filming up in manchester i've not really done any filming outside of Um, outside of uh, London. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just excited about that.
0: Great. That'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, All right. I've finished mine.
1: Oh, shit. Okay.
0: I've even given it a a written name, which I never do on pictures. Yeah.
1: What do you call it? Can I get, like, three more minutes? Yeah. I don't want you to... I don't know
0: to tell you what I've called it or wait to, sh- to show you.
1: No, show me, because I just want to quickly do a plate.
0: Okay.
1: I'm not happy with it.
0: <laughs> I'm not thrilled with mine, but I don't hate it. Well, that's all right. gone a bit sort of dardar lips with it. May West lips.
1: This has gone a bit... Um... Oh, you've gone May West lips. Yeah, this has gone a bit... Uh, chi- this is very childish.
0: Yeah, but it's hard not to make slab of meat with some lips on it child <laughs> are you going to eat this after
1: yeah do you want <laughs> you don't want it do you
0: no as i said before i can't even look at it <laughs> <laughs> i've not been looking at it for the whole hour
1: it's okay here we go right
0: oh we need to sign them as well
1: okay let me take a picture with them don't we
0: yeah um right let me sign sign up there
1: It's oh, great to have, it's great to have a time limit because this would, I'd just be spending six hours on this.
0: Are you a bit of a perfectionist?
1: Well, yeah, the best thing about Instagram is you post the picture and then you can't really change it. Yeah. That's part of the reason I post them.
0: So that it'll make you
1: sort stop. of stop working yeah. on it. Yep. Okay. I'm There's, not finished.
0: The smell reminds me of Cornish pasties. I used to have them when I was little.
1: Did you? Yeah, i yeah. had a Cornish pasty for a while. You're not from Cornwall though.
0: My grandparents lived in Cornwall, so oh, yeah. my dad was born there. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh, I just cool. love a Cornish pasty on the beach.
1: Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Mm. Lamb or beef is my quickfire round. <laughs> beef. Yeah. <laughs> um, ch- chicken or uh, <laughs> uh, scallops?
0: I actually didn't know you got a choice in Cornish pasties. We'd always have a classic, which I think was beef. Oh, yeah. But I'm interested in the lamb.
1: Yeah, I have a lamb one. I don't know if that's
0: true It's a new beef sandwich
1: <laughs> Yeah I think you've answered it <laughs> Have I? What is it my beef sandwich?
0: Yeah Is it just beef? <laughs> I
1: don't okay, okay. <laughs> I guess I'm going to guess They some rocket in there. They might have, horse radish, as they as might they have like. horse radish in there It's, it's um, a butcher's surprise they call it Did they really? No I've got a butcher friend though
0: I'd be scared to eat a butcher's surprise um,
1: You've got
0: a butcher friend? Yeah How do they find it?
1: How did they find being a butcher? Yeah. Loved it. I've never met anyone that's more cut out to be a butcher. Is it a man? A butcher. Yeah. He's a man called John, and he's got a shop in Ladywell called Meat John. And uh, he was born to be a, born to, born to butch.
0: Is that what he's done his whole life?
1: No. He was at art, art school with me, but he was studying history, I think. I used to live with him. He he was one of the the, the messiest people I've ever lived with. Mm. When I moved into the house with him, he and he's not entirely to blame for this because there were other housemates, but there was a wheelie bin in the living room (laughs) because it was easier just to put the rubbish straight into the wheelie bin.
0: When I moved in with Charlie and Ellie White, friend of the podcast, um, they'd lived there a year and they didn't have a bin.
1: What? They were just using a carrier bag.
0: when i arrived i was like so where's the bin
1: it's absolutely grim (laughs) these people (laughs) i've
0: called mine meat kiss
1: you have yeah that's very sweet i'm just thinking i just might just do one small blue line
0: was meat john like m-e-a-t
1: yeah Yeah. but if i I recommend going to m-e-e-t him as well yeah because he is a a good character
0: it's funny i bet you don't get many butchers who went to art college first
1: I think he got there on clearing. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got there on clearing. One little blue line is making all the difference.
0: Yeah. I've got no blue in mine.
1: You're going to see this blue line, you would be like, oh, I should have done a fucking blue line.
0: Is it the Wedgwood blue you've used?
1: Oh, is that Wedgwood blue? Yeah, it is, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's lovely.
0: Isn't it? Nice, isn't it?
1: God, what a nice thing to say. Wedgwood blue. blue. Jinx makes you sound very um Imagine jinxing intellectual. someone on the podcast. Sorry, can <laughs>
0: Oh, that's great. Beautiful. I love it. I should it. have
1: gone for the, the angle that you did. Those those lips. Those lips. <laughs> They're very I love disturbing. The blue. It's,
0: yeah, it's quite disturbing.
1: Meat kiss. Maybe I'll call mine meat kiss as well. Um, I like the, great.
0: is it um, a shadow, the yeah, blue? Yes. I really like it. I love the colours. Yours is very delicate.
1: Thanks very much.
0: And I like the sort of moon-shaped plate underneath. Yeah.
1: Well, I was debating whether to put a little circle around it. No, I think so. But leave it as it is. Less
0: is more. Thank you so much, Rolly. Thank Ollie. you.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Is there anything you'd like to plug?
1: Um, Your artwork? No, don't. I don't want to do any commissions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, fair I don't want to plug anything. Watch A Whole Lifetime with Jamie Dimitri. Yeah, I That's watched That's on Netflix. It.
0: It's really good. No, I loved Every it. Every day is a
1: premiere on Netflix. Every day is a premiere. That's what they yeah. say. That's what they told us to say. Did Add they say it to your that? list. They said, "Add it to your list. Every day's a premiere."
0: I love that. Roll and the red carpet out in your flats.
1: Yep. Um, have a look at it. Um, it's going to be on there forever. It's great. Thanks.
0: Every day's a premiere. Great. Thank you, Ollie. Thanks, Annie. Goodbye. Cheers, boy. How does Jonathan Ross wrap up?
1: Um... Uh, uh <laughs> very much uh Thanks to all my thanks to all my guests this week. Uh, uh, next week we will have uh, Lily Allen, uh, Billy Connolly, uh, and uh, singing us out he's a nineteen seventy five. Yeah, Thank <laughs> you. Uh, I wish I had Billy
0: Connolly and Lily Allen next week, but I can't guarantee that. <laughs> Goodbye. What a delightful man. Hope you enjoyed listening. Do follow Ollie on Instagram. He's at Ollie Cambridge. He's very humble about his art, but he is a brilliant painter, so do check him out. And if you want to see our meaty, meaty, meaty paintings from today's episode, then follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at secretartpod. If you want to make a one-off donation, you can do that via the link in the show notes. And if you want to leave us a lovely, tasty, delicious five-star review, then that would be very much appreciated. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Goodbye. Secret Artists is a Turtle Canyon comedy production for Acast. Music by Alistair Clayton. Quickfire Round Music by Steve Dunn.